handsome contest. Um, but yeah, no, I've been good. Just uh, just working away. I was uh, Louise Belcher at the uh, for Halloween. Oh, really? Uh, from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I wish and, I uh, I need to see that. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty great. I had a fucking week um, track then, suit. Uh, that, that was a pretty. That was it a was track suit. I don't know where you showed me the pics. I was like, damn. Wait, what were you? I had a I had a sweet uh like uh burgundy tracksuit. I wore uh, a headband, a white beater, and some fresh New Balances. I look I looked like a million bucks, dude. I was on cloud nine. Oh, I'm sure you did. Roz, do you uh what, what did you wear? Well, I was actually at a wedding, you know, a family wedding up in New York. So oh, that's was, right. Yeah, I saw those. I was pictures. in the whole like traditional getup. So if anyone asks, I was Aladdin. You know, obviously. <laughs> You you look pretty fly, not gonna lie. Well, thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, congratulations to whoever got married, but it's unfortunate because uh, Halloween happens to be Faraz's uh, yeah. favorite holiday. Yeah, literally, I was just like, oh, yeah, I, mean, that's I, was, tough. I was like, damn, Faraz, that's literally your favorite holiday, and he's like, yeah, bro, I'm pretty <laughs> fucking blown about it. And not uh, only was well, in New York, he was in New York. I was in New York. If you if you could have planned for uh, for an outfit, what would you have worn? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know, man. I'm never, I'm never really good when it comes to costumes. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I was, was uh, something really good in like April, and I'm like, that's what I should be. And then by the time yeah. October comes around, I'm like, what was that? Again? I'm just too drunk to think. By the time it's a Halloween, yeah. just you straight up hear about it, or like you're like, oh yeah, I've got next week to do it. I've got next week to do it. Yeah, no. honestly, if worst comes to worst, I just get a a white tee and some fake blood. And- go to town with that love that love yeah. to hear that but yeah man um interesting week is there anything you wanted to talk about in particular i mean the commander's blowing it uh yeah <laughs> that that sucked but also good for the jets i mean great they, win, they, great uh, win for the jets they really snapped mean, down josh allen at the end of that game the second half yeah really massive win so you love to see it yeah, apparently Allen's getting his elbow evaluated for UCL injury, so that might affect the Super Bowl um, pick. That's not good. That could have a big impact on the Super Bowl. Joe, I want to um, point out the fact that we are both tied in the uh, pro football pickums right now. Uh, I see that. I've got I've got one less. I've got one more loss than you, but we have the same amount of wins. So it's because like... I accidentally uh, left uh, a game blank like two weeks ago, I literally picked the game. I, I don't. Maybe it was one that I was like, I'm gonna come back to this, and I just didn't come back to it. Oh, I think I'm. I see. Sure. It was a Commanders Hope- game, actually. Hopefully, that's a tiebreaker for me. Uh... It could make the difference. I mean, right now, it's the reason why you're in first place. Because we all know so. we've gotten that game right. <laughs> um, well, you know, the Commanders won. So, I mean, I guess two weeks ago, you said? so. It was two or three weeks ago. I could go back and look, but. Oh, uh, wait, Joe, the real question is, did you pick Washington two weeks ago when we won? And did you pick them last week? When the- Yes, I picked them all. all I, every week that I haven't been on, I've picked the Commanders. Okay, so we, you, we were riding the Joe wave for a little bit up until we sort of ran off the tracks last week. Joe, you know, two weeks ago I had oh, – uh, I, I only got yeah. three games wrong. I was really close for a while. 
Yeah, man, dude, it's it's a high. It's a high when you're going through and you're and you're and you're, you know, you're hitting on every single one. It's uh, it's something that they don't really prepare you for in school. It's 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 unlike anything else. I still can't. It's impossible. I can't believe you got sixteen. Went sixteen and zero one week, dude. Like like what, what what kind of high was that? Was that like doing heroin for the first? I've never done heroin, but I imagine that's what it was like. Like um, if I were to ever have done heroin, I, that that's what I would probably attribute it to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it was a great feeling. Um, but you know, that was also two years ago. So uh, uh, you know, I I, I want to keep moving forward. I, I don't want this to define me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand that it was it was big it was a big day for me, but you know, I have yet to peak. So just uh, be on the lookout for some more W's, a lot more uh, 16 and 0 weeks or whatever in 0 weeks. No, I'm, I'm coming at you guys. The man doesn't rest on his laurels. Joe hasn't even begun to peak, guys. <laughs> <laughs> a little sunny reference. I <laughs> uh, love the sunny reference. I actually just got our older brother on to the sunny podcast. And, uh, you know, that, that was a... Uh, that was interesting because he never gave it's always sunny a chance. So, all right, and welcome back to another episode of the guys who talk about sports. This is episode 105, right? Yeah, we did four this last episode week. 105. I am the Mojo Man, and this week I am joined by Faraz and Joe. This episode is brought to you on all platforms by Anchor, the future of podcasting, the easiest way to make a podcast. Be sure to download the app or go to anchor.fm to get started, baby. Uh, like we said, episode 105, so we're going to do jersey number five. I actually won last week, Joe. I came back with a vengeance. Um, Damn, uh, love to hear party, that. Third-party editing team kind of dropped the ball and didn't even release the audio, so uh, the the listeners, that's, leave that I up was there. imagination. I was there. I, I'm a witness. Uh, the, that's tough. Third, that's tough. There's, there's no evidence. Why didn't but... you do something, <laughs> Brent, I got, Brent, I got to know, did you did you choose Brett Favre for like three different times? No, actually, I believe Zach. I believe Zach picked Favre. It got tough oh. after a while. Zach, did I bet. Favre. dude, I don't know what I was thinking. I picked Kyle Pitts. I don't know why I thought he was four. And Faraz was still mad about that on Sunday. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> nah, that's that's pretty bad for us. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna I had some good ones. I had Deshaun Watson. Um. DJ Reed. Mm, I don't know if I had anything else. Well, Brent, since you won last week, do you want to kick it off with yeah, jersey is, number five? Uh, jersey number five. Um, so let's start out with a simple one. Um, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> nice and simple. That is pretty simple. Nice and simple. I mean, that's one every that's our first pick every single time. I, I understand that. <laughs> on on days when we're not looking at fives, I'd pick Jeff Garcia. Facts. All right, Joe, I'll let you go. Uh, take it from there. All right, I'm going to go with uh, the best player on the Commanders, Tressway. Mm, great pick. I was actually going to do that one. Um, all right, I'll go with another 49ers quarterback, maybe potentially X, depending on how well Jimmy G plays. But, yeah, let's go Trey Lance right here. Love to hear it. Love Interessante. to hear. Interessante. Um, I'm going to go with Donovan McNabb. For the good years. answer. Good answer, Steve. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um, I guess that brings me into the fold. I'm going to go with uh, Tyrod Taylor. Ooh, good one. Great pick. Good one. Was that when he was on Buffalo? 
doesn't matter. Um, no, it was actually it might have been. I don't know if he was, but definitely for the Chargers. Okay. Ooh, I'm gonna um. None of you guys have said a defensive player yet, right? I'm gonna go Jalen Ramsey. Ooh, good one. Good, good one. Ooh. Am I back on? Damn. I think it's me now, actually. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh. Wow, five's a little bit harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. I got cocky with Jeff Garcia. That's fair. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. So, guys, how, how's that weather been? You know, <laughs> North Carolina, Raleigh, uh, you know, like, uh, Scott. It got real warm here. It was was pretty tough for a little bit, but, uh, you know, it's, it's gotten a little bit colder. Yeah. Feeling yeah. better. That's good to hear. It's really good to hear. Um, uh, so, so what else is new, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't have anything. Um, I'm out. Fuck, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm kind of struggling here too, as as you were uh, mumbling over there. Um, I was having a hard time. I was racking the rack, racking the brain here. Um, number five. It's a tough one, right? Yeah, that is a tough one. Harder than you think. I mean, nobody wants to wear five. You know. I like five. What's wrong with five? I think five is a pretty cool number. I mean that's that's what I wore in rugby. Oh for... wait, a second. you having a hard time here. I think I think I have one. one. I could be wrong, but I think I have one. I want to say Shane Leckler. I don't even know who the fuck that is. It was a punter for the uh, somebody. I got I, a great, I got a great college one, but we're not doing college. Uh, Reggie Bush. Uh, Reggie yeah. Bush. Yep. Was it McCaffrey five as well? So I'm seeing nine for Leckler, yeah. but let me keep looking. Yeah, somebody, somebody oh, go ahead and check. I heard kicker was a good one. I was only thinking quarterback. Yeah, I was thinking – I was trying to think of a kicker, but I couldn't. I'm seeing nine. And Joe took the, the sweetest – Nine. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've got it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Joe, I only see number nine, brother. Raz, all you have to do is name a number five, and you will be our champion. Joe Flacco. Oh no! <laughs> champion, ladies and gentlemen. I think that was my first time this season. Really? My roommate from college is going to kick my ass. God, <laughs> the elite Damn. Joe Flacco. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first, and now he stays winning. He stays the episode. Let's go. Crazy times, man. Speaking of crazy in the NFL, did you see the Indianapolis Colts head coach hiring? Yes, that is okay. That that is just bananas. Yeah, Joe, I would love to hear what you have to say about this. Okay, um, I saw a fact that I mean, this was on Instagram, but it's from WTF Facts, and uh, I trust them. You know. Mm. Um, Jeff Saturday hasn't coached a snap in the NFL or college. His only coaching experience comes from coaching a high school football team where they went like three and nine or some shit. Yeah. He sounds ready to me. 
Give them the reins, baby. Like, what are they doing? I'm behind Jeff Saturday all the way. I mean, I love Jeff Saturday. Do not get me wrong. I, I think love Jeff was, Saturday, too. I think he was one of the best centers of all time. However, a best center does not make a good head coach. Maybe. Maybe. Like, it, it doesn't officially make that a, a thing. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're a good football player doesn't mean that you're going to be a good coach in the NFL. Yep. I don't know, man. It just uh, this feels weird. So, feels like a weird hire. So, Joe, I have a hypothetical situation for you. Let's hear it. Who would do better? Jeff Saturday coaching the Indianapolis Colts for the rest of the year? Or if we... Uh, I guess no. Jeff Saturday coaching a football, an NFL team for an entire year, or us coaching a high school football team for an entire year. Let's say Magruder. Oh, probably us. You think we do better just with the talent that they have there already? I know that we'd do better. I I feel the same. I I think people really truly underestimate just how like the magnitude of the scale a head coach of an NFL team has. And right. not even being a coordinator. I know he was on the sidelines for, what was it, 12 years as a player in the trenches. So, you know, he knows what's good when it comes to – because their offensive line has been horrible. And I believe they have the highest paid offensive line in the league. So Right. They should be a lot better than what they are. But also, yeah. I mean, look at what they've been working with quarterback-wise. But I just don't like the hiring, dude. I, don't, I just imagine how you would feel if you were one of the, the coaches on that staff. Like, they have – Reggie Wayne on that staff as the wide receivers coach and Jeff Saturday was not on the coaching staff. They, he was working at ESPN and he just comes out the studio to be the head coach. And as you alluded to no prior coaching experience, even on the college level, it just like, I don't like it, man. I think it's, it's unfair to the coaches on that staff and it just screams nepotism to me. Yeah. And I don't even want to get into the whole issue with a lack of, like minor like minority coaches in the NFL. I'm not yeah. to, I'm not I don't want to get into I just think it's a bad look. And yeah, think, it feels it feels rushed, but also you do have to take into account that um it is just the interim coach. Yeah. And he is in a tough so, situation, man. Does anyone really expect Jeff Saturday to win this job? I because I don't. Yeah, I, I I don't either. Unless like they just completely write the ship. Um, in a in a conference that is definitely ripe for the taking. I mean that. Yeah, it, it's it's very possible. And um, I think Ballard should have got fired as well, not just Reich, because they they have not drafted well. No. Um, they try to replace Andrew. Obviously, Andrew Luck like retired extremely unexpectedly and took everyone by surprise. But they just continue to do the like the Washington route that I've been getting frustrated with, which is just veteran stop gaps, hoping like the Band-Aid will, you know, fix it. And it's just, you need a proven commodity at that position. And they just have not been able to find that. Reich, I believe his first five week ones, he had five different starting quarterbacks. That's not good stability at all whatsoever. Yeah. So, and they still had a winning record. So Frank Reich, I think did a hell of a job as a coach. He did get screwed in my opinion. And, it's going to be interesting to see what the Colts do. I just find it a little funny that Ursay, I, I, you guys know I'm not a Dan Snyder supporter, but Ursay decided to, you know, fucking like boss up on Snyder through the 
you know, through TV and with the press conference. And now, like, his team, he needs to worry about his team, keep his house. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It, it just, it feels pretty silly, but you never know. It may work out. I mean, he's got a pretty decent squad. So you never know. You never know. Um, but, what I do know is that we completely dropped a fucking game that we had in the bag mm. um, with some bad calls from the ref, in my opinion, when it came to the pass interference. Oh, yeah. Um, that took away the uh, pick six? Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Call. Yeah. Horrible. Um, and then, I mean, I did enjoy that that ref got in the way of Oh, yeah. He, he, he literally got us a touchdown on that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I, I guess mean, that it out against the refs, but I don't know. I sort of, I'm sort of a little pissed off at Ron Rivera with clock management towards the end of the game. I think they could have used the timeout. Completely oh, agree. Yeah, completely agree. And I watched his pre- press conference after the game, and I mean, I don't know if I would have liked to have seen him take a little bit more responsibility for the loss, but he didn't. And that kind of bothered me. Yeah, me too. I agree. Because what what do you, you just like, oh, that's what the analytics told us. You know, that's what the analytics guy told us. So that's what we're going to do. It's just like analytics is like only works in a vacuum, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like situational. Right. Honestly, what would you have thought about just letting them score? Oh, that was something. That, that would have been a better move. Yeah. Um, it would have given us some time to play. I mean, that's why you don't. I mean, that's why. I don't know if you guys remember this, but Todd Gurley, when he was, uh, I think, maybe a Falcon, yeah, um, didn't go down soon enough, got the touchdown, and then whoever the team that they were playing against went down and scored and won the game. Yeah, you know, that, happened, that happened this year, too, with Chubb in the Browns. Oh, yeah? Yes. I, guess, yes. I guess I missed that. <laughs> yeah, so really, like, crazy. I saw Saquon actually realize that when they were playing, I think, titans i forget i don't know i don't know who they were playing but he got down he knew that they were trying to let him score so it's yeah. just that it's that little like that little difference you know game of inches game of inches yeah i i couldn't agree more um but i don't know there, there were a lot of there were a lot of problems like you know that pass that sailed on uh heineke i mean how do you miss a six six tight end you know, right over the middle. But then again, he's six foot and can't see over the offensive line. Your offensive line was having trouble giving him protection too. So he probably was a little bit uh, gun, not gun shy, but had happy feet possibly. Yeah, and, you know, it's possible. Not, not um, really mechanics when he's kind of feeling the pressure in the pocket. Because didn't weren't there a couple of crucial sacks down the down the stretch? Yeah, I thought it. Uh, I thought Zadarius Smith was really giving it to Leno. Like, yeah. It, he was, he was playing phenomenally. I can't even lie. Yeah. I mean, you want to see with with the lead like that going into the um, fourth quarter, you know, you want to see a – you want to see a W, um, especially after the heartbreaking, you know, interception to touchdown callback. Um, but, you know, I, I really think that the defense fought very, very hard. Um St. Juice showed me a shit ton. That was awesome. St. Juice, Juice showed up to the occasion against Justin Jefferson for sure. He did. Showed I mean, up. Justin Jefferson did go off on fantasy, but like that's that's like 
you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't think that paints the entire picture of what that game looked like for Justin Jefferson, you know? It really doesn't because I think he started off hot. You know, he started off that opening drive with the touchdown. He had that long catch as well. But, like, as the game progressed, like, St. Juice, like, he held his own. Right, exactly. I mean, and then that jump ball that we got the interception in the end zone, that was that was incredible. That was incredible positioning. That was incredible fighting for the ball. I mean, you know, and hats off to that. Uh, that I, I think his name is Johnson, number 36, for being aware. And that, that was yeah. a one-handed snack. Danny awesome. Johnson, I believe, right? Yeah, I, I think so. But he, I mean, that was great. That was incredible football. I love to see it. The defensive line was fighting. Um, our linebackers, Bostic was back in. That was interesting to see. Um, it was it was a good day for us. I thought we were going to get blown out, but it's heartbreaking to lose it like that, you know. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this was the first game this entire season where we went into the four the fourth quarter up multiple scores. We were up ten. I, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. And I mean, the Vikings are a fourth quarter team. That you know, it is what it is. Do you think we're a fourth quarter team? I think we're. I mean, when our backs are like every other game, like we sort of like make like a, a little bit of a comeback, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, Heineke's pretty clutch. Um, but I was watching, uh, I was watching like a, what was I? I was watching, uh, oh, what was it? I was watching like an NFL films, like top 10 thing. And it was like top 10, uh, you know, underrated players. And it was mentioning all these guys, and they're like, yeah, you know, the clutch gene can only take you so far, you know. Uh, it, 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 it bites it, – it gives one week and bites your ass the next. So, you know, it's uh, – I don't know. It's a little bit more about, like, uh, reliability and uh, uh, consistency, even if it's not necessarily, like – like kind of like a like a Kirk Cousins type scenario where like maybe right. not on prime time, but those one o'clock games, ooh baby, yeah. you show up. <laughs> yeah, the the boy's gonna play. Can, can, we, um, can we give some respect? I'm sorry to cut you off. Can we give a little bit of respect to how cool Kirk Cousins looks after the games with shirtless with all the chains? Because uh, I don't fun. think I don't think he earned that, but you know, dude, I'll, I'll he looks sweet as fuck, little Kirko. I think uh, I think. Cousins. I think Harrison Hitman Smith deserves those chains. Oh yeah, but uh, you know I'll give I'll give Kirk some love, man. Especially coming back to DC, especially coming back to DC the first time. <laughs> I know we played them once, but that was in Minnesota, and I don't know, man. I guess dude, he little Kirko, he, he's kind of a beast. That at the one o'clock games, my man's does not lose. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I'll give it to like, you. Like so comfortable just being like like having his game just kind of slid in amongst everyone else, but you put him in prime time and he just shits his pants. You know, it's probably because he's just off church. You know, he's feeling good. He's feeling holy. Oh yeah. You know, in the, in the night games, you know, he he's a little bit more further removed from church. So who knows? No, oh, he has le- his faith in the Lord has diminished just a tad. <laughs> he's like, I need to get back into church, man. Dude, remember two years ago when when uh, Brady first went to the Bucks and we would just be like, oh, he's going to lose prime time because he's old and tired. <laughs> like, led the league in touchdowns that year, won the Super Bowl. I, I for one, didn't say he was going to look I, I don't even think you were on it yet. That was okay. just, like, me and Zach. I don't know if Joe said it or not. No, nah, it was – I mean, it took us two years, but we were right. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> that's the thing about a take dude if you die on the hill with a take eventually you will be right you know, at least we weren't max kellerman with that cliff talking back in what 2016 he said that where he, he tom already fell off a cliff is that he said that back in 2016 yeah and he won what two or three more super bowls after he, that he went to four one three that's insane yeah but he lost Giselle in the process. Was it worth it? Yeah. I don't know, bro. Well, yeah, he can get any. He can. Tom can definitely pull some baddies. But I don't know. The 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 plastic surgery is kind of. You know, he's, he's starting to look literally like a robot. I think he's looking like a robot. He's looking like fucking like a Ken doll. I was just, friend, that's you took the words out of my mouth. I was gonna say that if you didn't come off of that. Yeah, it's the it's the chin, right? It's the, it, chin. It's the cheeks, dude. Yeah. It's the cheeks. He's like his cheeks had just literally been pulled back, and it's like. Oh, come on, bro. Like, come on, Tom. You were so cool. It's like how, like, LeBron finally decided, like, all right, fuck this. Like, I, I'm just going to go bald. Like, fuck it. And it's like, thank you, LeBron. Like, we all knew for a while. Like, no need. you don't need to fake it, man. You're, you're a beast. Is LeBron bald now? He's he's kind of letting it I, I don't know if his hair is just rejecting it at this point or he's just, like, fi- like he's just kind of letting it go now. So, like, his bald spot on his head is just growing. And I respect the fuck out of it. It's like, all right, LeBron, all right. you are 37 years old. He threw in the towel, man. He's getting roasted too much on Twitter, which I guess you got to respect. I feel like at a certain point, your hair, unless you're literally doing like an Akon thing and slapping a rug on your head, like literally like your hair is going to, re- at some point, your body's going to reject it and be like, this is, this is not real. It's going to fall off. <laughs> Straight uh, up. But man, how about your Jets though, Brent? I'm oh yeah, I guess we should yeah. get on to topic. An impressive <laughs> win against the Buffalo Bills. Your guys' Super Bowl pick. I, did you pick the Jets or did you pick the Bills? Not in a million years, dude. I think last week if I had released, or if the, excuse me, if the, third, the third party editing team had released the footage, um, you you would have heard me say, um, I have realistic standards and I'm trying to win this pick em, which is why I picked the Bills. And that literally blew up in my face in the best way possible because I, in a million years, I never would have seen Stefan Diggs burn sauce garden on the first play of the game. You're thinking, Oh, this is like, they're setting the tempo right now. You know, it's going to be a long day, It's gonna be a long day but our defense hung in there. And there is something about Robert Sala and this team and how it plays in the fourth quarter. They do not make mistakes and they capitalize. And one thing I will say about Wilson, he got the ball out of his hands so quickly. He looked a lot better. A lot better. And I'll say this about that um that that opening play where Stefan Burns sauce Gardner. I saw this thing on Twitter where that was the first time all season where Diggs motioned and like went up for that streak but didn't go uh, didn't do a sharp out. Uh-huh. But Sauce played that out because he's been watching film. It yeah. was just like a was it man or zone? I, it, I, I, I it looked like, like a zone, but he was like tailing him, you know. Yeah. So maybe he was in his zone. I don't know. I don't know much about coverages like that. But that was the first time he didn't do the out and just yeah. went with the because he sort of faked the out and went up. So it was just they switched it up, up, you know? Yeah. So I don't blame Sauce. And I saw this crazy stat, dude. He's gone up against like the best receivers in this league. So he's number far. one in man coverage. Yes. In, like all categories. By like a lot too. Yeah. As a rookie. Mm-hmm. Mm, stud. Great pickup for you guys. Great. Garrett Wilson looked really good too. I mean, the the thing is, Brees Hall, you see how many mm. holes that he covered up yeah. just with his natural God-given ability and his ability to just take it to the house from from anywhere on the field. Now that he's gone, we kind of got to – Wilson's got to step it up now. Wilson's got to step it up, but guys like Jermaine Johnson have started to step up as well. He made you a know, big play. He, he did make a huge play yeah. on Wilson down the stretch. Or not Wilson, um, Allen. Allen actually ended up getting hurt, like you were saying, Frost. Can you talk a little bit more about that injury? Because they're not releasing the medical information on him right now. It's all kind of like, uh, like just people – 
kind of guessing what, what what the situation is. Yeah, so based on the – I haven't really dug deep into it, but from what I've seen, he's had an injury to that throwing elbow before in the past. It has – like Is that why he throws it weird? I don't know if that has anything to do with his motion. I know he runs it weird. Did you see him on the 40-yard dash at the combine? Yeah. But the craziest part about, like, the play after he – um hurt his elbow you could see it clearly happen like the guy hit his arm but he threw a 70 yard bomb the play right after and this is like maybe that's like the adrenaline like you so know shock right. as it's set in you know but it's like he's a freak of nature man this is the way you can throw the ball is insane and i'm sure like and this is the thing about how careful they are with with someone like yeah they're, Josh they're Allen. being careful with like him. i'm sure he could keep playing and like back in like the 70s 80s whatever he he would keep playing because it'd be like, hey man, rub some dirt on it, you'll be all right. But with someone like him, like even though he could play through it, it would definitely make it worse. He's a like, trooper. As as the season went along, so they're kind of just protecting him from himself. Yeah, being sure that they're Smart. protecting their their best asset. Smart. And just shutting him down probably. He, he, I I could potentially see him being shut down for most of the the rest of the season, dude. If not the re- the the entire season. Damn. What do you think about that, Joe? I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, you know, the Bills, they've got a lot of young studs. They've got guys who are there for a while. So, I mean, you know, that it's not crazy for them to kind of give up on the season to protect, to like protect the long term. That's that's not a crazy take, but I don't I don't think they will. I mean, the NFL still stands for not for long, you know. Yeah. So. We'll, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, their coach is definitely, uh, you know, he's capable. And, um, but their backup is Matt Barkley, I think. No, it's actually Case Keenum. Case Keenum, thank you. I trust, I trust Case Keenum for a few games. I really do. You need like three, four games, I'll, I'll take Case Keenum. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And um, just one, one little tidbit I want to add into it. So this is uh, – uh, apparently a UCL injury. This is very common in, among MLB pitchers, and it's called the Tommy John injury, and they're gone for like a year when they do that surgery. So hopefully it's nowhere near as severe as that, but definitely something that'll uh, create some cost or pause. Whoa. I just got an interesting update. NFL data shows recent injury rates, stem on grass, artificial turf amid – calls the leaf to convert all service hold on i i cannot read what the fuck does that say i think it's saying uh they want to switch all uh fields to to grass to grass they from should. turf because turf causes more injuries but well tell that to the fedex field turf or uh field dude netlife's stadium is is just as bad it, is it grass no it's metlife is turf FedEx Field is grass, and there's still some of the most horrific into like <laughs> injuries of all time there. Ample data shows recent injuries. You said uh, the commander, oh, it's th- so it's same on grass as it is on oh, turf. It's the same. It's the same. Okay, the injury okay, rate. I cut that. Guys, my team's back in a while. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I think it would be. I don't like. I think I, especially after that one injury, I believe it was the Sterling Shepard, the Giants receiver, Odell, a bunch of prominent NFL players came out and tweeted, fuck turf. Like, let's just get, like, we can have grass in all the stadiums. Let's just do that. So if, if that's how the players feel, man, you got to respect that and go with that. This is a, 
multi multi billion dollar industry, they can afford to have grass fields every week and every season. Yeah, they they absolutely can. Um, but you know, Odell's not a scientist, so you know he he may just be seeing correlation where there really isn't any. Mm. So I don't know, man. I just don't know because I too am not a doctor or a scientist. <laughs> for a couple months, he could be studying this stuff, man. That's I heard a good he, point. I heard he's going to get cleared at the end of this week and may sign with the team. He's still, can, Joe. This man is on Faraz's fantasy team right now. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say, I I really do not care about where Odell goes. Like, most <laughs> of the Cowboys. Apparently, there's been a lot of um. He said two torn ACLs now. If he goes to the Cowboys, done, done, uh, done. that's that's when I'll care, and I will be fucking pissed. Maybe even the Giants, too. There's a lot of talks about it. So we got two teams in the NFC East he may potentially go to, and I think the other teams are the Bills. But if Josh Allen was hurt, he probably would not want to go there. Maybe reunite with the Rams, maybe the Packers, or the Bucks. That's That's really all I could think of. I mean, oh, what if we went to not, Miami with Waddle and Hill? Oh my goodness, that would just be unfair. Yeah, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. I don't know, man. It's just, I just don't want him to go to the Cowboys or the Giants. I, I really don't care otherwise. Actually, I'd even prefer him to go to the Giants over the Cowboys. I would definitely prefer him to go to the Giants over the Cowboys. Yeah. It's because they're the fucking Cowboys. Right. Because I just I just hope all, like, I hope their whole team is just like, eh, you know what? Let's just never play anymore. Or, like, you know, they just fold the franchise. You know, I don't, I don't wish any ill will on anyone, except I just hope that their franchise just dissolves. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can agree with you more. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe, do you want to get into the uh, the pickums for this week? Oh, boy, do I. Give me one second. Let's get that loaded up. Brent, play the elevator music. Elevator music, baby. The guys who talk about sports. Oh, oh yeah. All righty. Elevator music, baby, yeah. That's a jazzy tune. Yeah. That is a jazzy tune. That really makes you want to get up and dance. Your flow is next. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. The guys talk about sports. Why are we here? To buy weed? Not this time, Bill. No, everyone knows we're here for one reason and one reason only. We're here for the World Series of Weekly Pick'em. It's the guys who talk about sports, presented by Anchor.
It's the guys who talk about sports, presented by Anchor. All right, welcome back to our NFL Week 10 Pickums. All right, so we're starting off on Thursday night. We've got the Atlanta Falcons going in to take on the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. This is going to be another good old-fashioned weak sauce game and Thursday night football history, but I'm I'm going to hold off on who I'm going with. Brent, I'm going to have you go first. What do you got? Joe, Joe the game might be bad, but aesthetically, these teams always look so good playing each other. Maybe it's because they both play in domes, but uh, the, Panthers, the Panthers do not play in a dome. Cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> guys, it's only the second time in like six weeks, guys. Give me a break. Uh, seven weeks. Uh, I'm going with the Falcons here. Uh, they play in a dome. Domes are sweet. Going with the Falcons. <laughs> hear that. Brett or Ross, who you got, bud? I'm liking the Falcons, man. I'm liking how they've been playing. They play tough. Algier, that running back. I've been saying good. it for a little bit, man. Like, Mariota's been pretty consistent, pretty solid. Yeah. Um, he's one of those people like what Joe was talking about the consistency just kind of yeah I I am I traded for Kyle Pitts two weeks ago he actually had a pretty decent game didn't not so much this last week uh Mario to miss him on a big throw but I think they might connect on that one this week I'm going with the Falcons I'm going with the Falcons too um guys I saw this this like graphic on the Atlanta Falcons Instagram page and it was like Kyle Pitts first in receiving yards, first in catching, and all this stuff. And like the this very small fine print that said among second year tight ends. I'm like, that <laughs> is, Dude, I'm like, that is stat for anything. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, that is the weakest stat I've seen in a very long time among second year tight ends, just like a small asterisk in the bottom corner of the screen. Right. Can't blame them for trying. The marketing team, you know, they had to do something. Almost, I can dig it. You almost snuck that by me. Yeah, yeah, I can dig that hustle because I looked at it and I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I got to always read the fine print. It's funny that you say that because I saw a crazy stat about Sauce Gardner and and man, co- it's like among all cornerbacks in man coverage, and I was waiting for it to say among all rookie cornerbacks, but it just said among all cornerbacks in man coverage. Like Sauce Gardner is first in all these categories, but I literally had to observe the. I had to look so closely. Like, is where does it say rookie? Where does it say rookie? Right. Damn. Well, hey, you know what? That's a that's that's a big time flex. Yeah, depending on who Zach picks, this I guess we already got our first lock of the week. Looks like it. Um. So let's keep on moving here. We got our. We got. I believe it's a Germany game. Um, Jurgen. What was that? A Jurgeny game? Yeah, we got a Jurgeny game. Um, we got the Seattle Seahawks playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are the home team. Um, I'm I'm taking the Seahawks here. I'm crazy. I'm crazy, but I like it. The Seahawks are scrappy. I'm going with the Seahawks. Who do you, Brent? Who do you got? I don't think you're crazy at all, Joe. I'm also going to Seahawks. Tom Brady is undefeated since the divorce, but you know, at some point that skin gonna crack, baby. So I'm going with uh the Seahawks. I think Geno Smith has been playing out of this world. I saw an interesting thing come up the other uh today about P- 
Pete Carroll's scheme and possibly Russell Wilson thriving then, maybe not being as good as everybody thinks because of how well Geno Smith is playing in the same system. What do you guys think? I mean, it's not crazy to say that. However, I mean, I you just got to put the tape on of like some of his highlight plays where he's like scrambling around making passes and stuff. So, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to go that far as to say he's not as good as we thought he was, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that he definitely benefited from that system. Mm-hmm. Um, is comeback player of the year award exclusive, like only to like injuries? Cause if not, I think he should definitely win that award this year. No, I mean, I think that'd be a great choice. I don't think it's just for injuries. I think that, you know, it could be for, you know, somebody who's coming back after, you know, a lot of time as a backup. I don't know, maybe. Um, like, I'd be interesting to look into. Gino, Gino Smith has impressed the fuck out of me this year, man. He's been balling out ever since week one, bro. When he said that thing after the game, he's like, they wrote me off, I ain't right back. I was like, damn. I, if yeah. Seahawks were playing any other team, I would probably pick the Seahawks, but I got to stay loyal to my Super Bowl pick, the Bucks. Maybe Tom Brady slugs a DOS boot before the game. Who knows? You know, off of the Who ball. knows? Who knows? I'm picking the Bucks, though. All right. You know what? I can't fall for that. Yeah. All right. Now we've got the team that almost lost to the Commanders and the team that lost to the Jets. We've got the Minnesota Vikings going into Buffalo to take on the Bills. Um, I see the Bills bouncing back big time. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, that 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 percentage of eighty eight percent win us uh, probability, I guess, for the Bills, it seems a little heavy for me. Yeah, um, I think that's way too high. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, Vike, the Vikings have some have some trouble, you know, but I don't know if it's that big of a difference. Um, Brent, what do you got? I also think the Bills are going to have a big bounce back, even if Josh Allen isn't playing, if they if they got the elite Case Keenum in there. Um, I, I think they're all going to be uh, chomping at the bit to to uh, to bounce back after a tragic, tragic loss to, to the Jets. The the Vikings, though, I don't know, man. They're, they're kind of starting to, to hit their stride. So this could be like you – like I'm just agreeing with everything you guys said because you're saying the probability is way too high. I'm still going to go with the Bills, but I think it's going to be a really good game. Lil Kirko, bro. What time is <laughs> this game at? One o'clock? One o'clock. Oh, dude, Lil Kirko is going to show up. Lil Kirko. Lil Kirko. Kirk Duggins, I'll even accept. Okay. Faraz, who do you got? I'm going with the Vikings, man. Like um, Brent said, if I don't even know if Josh Allen's going to be healthy. I really like the Vikings. They've been sneaky good. Like I don't think people will give them enough credit. They've, they've only lost to the Eagles. And right. I don't like the Bills secondary. I've been saying this. I've been criticizing their defense. Like I know you guys were high on the whole Von Miller signing. I still don't think that really quite fixed all their issues defensively. And yeah, if you talk about a a restrict a, a restricted or maybe possibly out Josh Allen. Yeah, no, I'm going with the Vikings here. You're a certified hater for us. I'm not a hater. <laughs> You're just um, a hater, bro. I'm not a hater. If anything, I'd be hating for not going against a team that's only lost one game. Haven't they both only lost? Oh, wait, no, the Vikings no, lost the, twice. The Bills lost to the Jets and the, the Dolphins, at least. 
I think they might have even lost one more game. I know they lost at least two games. You're no, you're just hating on him because we chose him. You're like every week, you're like I don't know why you guys chose him to win the Super Bowl. I think right. they're, where where the I Buccaneers are four and five. I've been saying that this whole. I think they're a hype team. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I like for also just hit me up. Like you know they're not winning the Super Bowl, right? And I'm like, why is it? Why is this on your mind right now? Fraz, like I've only done that twice. Um, I, I'm having such a hard time with this pick. I'm going to go with the Bills, though. Um, This is a tough one. This has probably got to be the hardest one, I think, of the three so far. And these were all pretty kind of kind of tough ones. Hey, with the exception of the Falcons. I don't may know. I I some, may I give I some free fantasy football advice, though? If anyone has Naheem Hines, I'd probably play him. That's a good point. I really would. They just traded for him. That'd be interesting. Yeah. All right. Now we've got the Detroit Lions going into Chicago to play the Bears. I think the Bears have finally figured out what to do with Justin Fields. Yep. But Faraz, I'm going to put this into your court. Who do you got on this? Yeah. Justin Fields turned the absolute fuck up last week. They beat the Patriots the week before. So they're definitely riding that hot streak. I still do like the Lions, though. They, they, I think they got that spark on offense. But Swift is hurt, and I just don't trust their defense, though. So just because of that, and I'm going to go with the Bears here. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn, I can dig that. I'm Brett, gonna... who do you got? Got Bears. I'm also going with the Bears. Like you said, they've kind of figured out what to do with Justin Fields. Yeah. My mans can run the rock. He's very, very, very good at scrambling. I feel like now that they got Chase Claypool – it's going to open up Mooney a lot more. He did catch a touchdown last week. I believe I also said that in the in the um, hidden files. But uh, yeah, I'm I going to Bears. The, the Lions, I feel like, are starting to teeter in the in the wrong direction. And Dan Dan Campbell looks looks gassed. He even said at the end of the game, they won last week, right? Yeah. He was like, man, I'm tired. And They beat the Packers, though. Packers fucking – the Flackers fucking suck, bro. Three picks yeah. on the five-yard line. Green Bay was up on the goal line, three picks. You gotta give some. You gotta give some credit to. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But no, no credit to the Flackers. Yeah, because the, the Bears aren't going to be thrown in that situation. They're going to be running with either Fields or Montgomery or Bingo. Yeah, so Joe, you going to go with the Bears as well? I'm going with the Bears. I, I I like that they finally had a like a an actual path for Justin Fields, like. How does it take you guys a year and a half to come up with something that Joe Schmo off the fucking street could have told you to do? Um, I don't know. You know, I'm going with the Bears. But let's move on. We got the Denver Broncos going in to take on the Tennessee Titans. Um, This one, in my opinion, is a no-brainer. I'm going with the Titans. Farouz, who do you got? Yeah. No, I I think it's a no-brainer as well. Uh, Mike, Mike Rabel has been doing an outstanding job. And, yeah, Broncos have looked awful. I don't, I don't really want to talk about this game. That's how bad the Broncos have been. Titan. Yeah. I don't Bra- Brian, who do you got? It's the same thing. Yeah. There's nothing. All right, let's move on. Got the Jacksonville Jaguars going into Kansas City. Once again, going to Kansas City. Who you guys got? I think this is another lock of the week. I mean, you got to give a little bit of credit to the Jags. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has definitely played better, and ETN is finally starting to show that he's an elite running back or could possibly be an elite running back. Uh, Chiefs are just so fucking good, though. 
I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs as well. But I want to know like what the spread is for this game because I think it's gonna be somewhat close. I like the Jags. They've been having a resurgence on offense. I think the uh, trading James Robinson out of there and actually fully committing to Etienne has done wonders for them. Um, Trevor Lawrence has looked a, a lot more confident in the pocket throwing the ball down the field. I like the trajectory that the Jaguars are headed towards, but this is the Kansas City Chiefs, man. This team's Patrick Mahomes. They've been looking unstoppable on offense. I'm going with the Chiefs. Where did uh, James Robinson go? I forget. The, the Jets. Oh, that's right. He had a touchdown, though, last week, so. He's all right. I, I can dig it. I can dig it. He's only 24 right. years old. What's that? He's only 24 years old. Hell yeah. He's a young running well, back. But he, he also has a formerly torn Achilles, so, yeah. Well, maybe you'll see what we can get out of him. All right, we got the Cleveland Browns going in to take on the Miami Dolphins. Um, this one, again, is a no-brainer for me. This is goes to the Dolphins. Brent, who do you got? This one could definitely be a little bit closer than uh, Yahoo's making it out to be. Uh, the Browns, especially with Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is uh, – one of the best running backs in the league and week after week, he continues to prove it, but yeah. they're, they're obviously hurting without uh, Deshaun Watson. Jacoby's not bad though. I, I, I don't no. know. They got, they got a boatload of problems. Um, the Dolphins on the other hand, uh, Tua has really, I think, uh, put the league on notice with how, yeah. how dynamic he is and Waddle and Tyreek Hill is just an unreal duo. I'm definitely going Dolphins. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. I can't agree with you guys anymore. I I absolutely love the Dolphins this year, and I think they're going to make some noise in the playoffs this year. I'm not saying they're going to Super Bowl, but I really like them going with the Dolphins. Yeah, and and let me uh, let me track back a little bit. My uh, my comment wasn't against the Browns; it was more for the Dolphins. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. I think um, the Browns are gonna get so much better once the Sean gets back on the field. Yeah. They still went yeah, tough, you know. They got a great running game, as Brent alluded to, with Chubb. I think they got to use Kareem actually a little bit more. But Amari Cooper's been playing well. I really like uh, and Joku, who just got hurt. He's been playing really well, though. I like their team. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I couldn't agree more. All right, we've got the Houston Texans going in to take on the New York Football Giants. Um, Brent, who do you got on this one? New York football giants, but I don't have much information as to why. <laughs> Just going to leave you guys with the giants. I like it. Browse? I'm honest. Yeah, I'm a big Saquon guy this year, so I'm going with the giants. Yeah, I'm going giants, too. I don't really have much of a, you know, pitch for the giants, but I can, yeah, I, I, can talk, <laughs> I can talk all day as to why the Thank Texans you. aren't going to win the game. Um <laughs> They're just, they're just awful. I think this next matchup is going to be very interesting. Agreed. We got the New Orleans Saints going into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Um, this one's a really – this one's a toss-up, in my opinion. The Steelers have not looked good. Um, and the Saints haven't looked terrible, question mark. Mm-hmm. Like, shruggy emoji, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the odds on this one. I'm going to go with the Saints. Faraz, who do you got? I'm gonna go with the Saints as well, just because I I I just don't trust the the rookie QB picket right now. Yeah, I agree, Brent. 
I'm also going to go with the Saints, though they definitely – I I don't understand last week or I guess a couple days ago when they were losing in that game, why they're not just – even if – just dump the ball off to Kamara. That's all you have to do. That, just just do that. Like, if, if you can't hand him off the ball, just have him run a flare around just dump it off to him. It's all you got to do. Right. Give him the ball. You'll win. Right. Like, get get the ball into your playmaker's hands. It, yeah. It's – and so easy a caveman can do it. And that I feel like that's definitely where they're missing Sean Payton um, in, in terms of, like, the X's and O's and, and drawing it up and, and getting players out in space. But I'm still going with the Saints here. Yeah. All right. We got the newly head-coached Indianapolis Colts with Jeff Saturday going in to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I'm going with the Raiders here. Not much of an opinion on this game. I just like to. I would like to see how Jeff Saturday plays it, but uh, especially coming like <sighs> Froz, I completely agree with you. Like, how can you win a locker room if you don't even hire somebody from that locker room? Yeah. You know, it's like you bring in some guy. Yes, he's an All-Pro center, probably Hall of Famer one of these days, but. A guy that, like, you know, Shaq Leonard knows doesn't know from Adam, you know? Like, a guy that hasn't been in the in the building during this year, hasn't been, you know, didn't go through training camp with them, has been at ESPN, you know, calling games. Like, it it just feels it, – it, it, I don't know. The longer I sit on it, the, the worse I feel about it. Yeah, Joe. And, like, it, I think it'd be one thing if he retired. Let's say he retired last year. Or, like, two years ago. That'd be one thing. But he's been retired for a good, like, what, five, six years? Like, uh, I mean, I would say even more than that. Yeah, I would say this is a new... he retired before Peyton. Yeah. So th- this is a whole new regime. Just because he played for the, the franchise doesn't mean, you know, and you'd probably go to the OTAs and training camps and whatnot. You talk to the O-linemen, you know, but you're the head coach of an NFL team. I... Yeah, Joe, I'm sorry. When I heard about the news, I was – I didn't like it one bit, and I yeah, I still think I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, the more I think about it, the more I don't like it. And so, the one thing that I can think of is like the Colts are just finally saying, "Fuck it, we're going full tank mode." So we're going to have a top draft pick. We're going to draft the top quarterback available. We're done with these stopgap veteran moves. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, I mean, I will say Ellen, Ellen, or what is it, Ellinger? Yeah, Ellinger. Uh, he. he wasn't terrible i mean if you give him some time to develop he he may be a little bit better but you know i I don't know if they're willing to wait that i don't know if they're you know interested in a quarterback right now or yeah i I think i think they're definitely going to go quarterback somehow some way this offseason big move again once again we'll see if it's going to be another swing and miss but ellinger he does have like he's like like i was saying this last week he's like a heineke 2.0 but he doesn't have a run game and you got to have that. At least Heineke has some semblance of a run game, you know? We can hand it off to um, Brian Robinson. We can hand it off to Antonio Gibson. And Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, but he's been, he's been playing like shit this whole year. he got a bum ankle. And he's been hurt for three weeks with the ankle, yeah. So, O-line needs to do a good job. Maybe that's why they hired Jeff Saturday as opposed to, I allude to, Reggie Wayne earlier on, the, who was actually on the coaching staff. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I I sort of like look at the Colts as a joke right now. I really do. 
and I'm picking the Raiders just because of that. Yeah, I, I can dig it. Brent, who do you got? I, I pretty much am agreeing with most of the stuff Ross said. I'm also going with the Raiders. Um, I mean, there's a lot of scenarios when a team kind of uh, will rally the troops around the interim head coach, but that's usually when the coach has already been in the building. Exactly. Uh, this guy is kind of getting up off the couch, doesn't even know the team, so I, I don't really know how that's going to work. Um, I'm going with the Raiders, though. All right. Well, we've got the Dallas Cowboys going into Green Bay to take on the flailing Flackers. Um, going Cowboys here, Brent. Also, Cowboys, it seems like there's Yahoo want, is making it seem like there's going to be a lot of blowouts, and it never seems to end up that way. I'm also going right. Cowboys here, but the Flackers are just dog shit, so this is definitely one that, that should be kind of – this one. This one's actually pretty accurate, so I'm, I'm kind of just running my mouth at this point. <laughs> for us yeah um, can't believe i'm saying this but how about them cowboys yeah. whoa he said it bro on recording yeah. yeah i don't like it mm. right, let's move on let's just try to forget that ever happened um the arizona cardinals are flying into los angeles huh <laughs> take on the rams um I don't like either team, but I'm going to go with the Rams. Browns, Why are the Rams so heavily favored? Because I'm totes going Cardinals right here. I don't know, man. I don't like either team. I think they're just fucking hit or miss, and like it's just garbage. It's good. Rams are garbage, dumb shit, bro. They're, they're, this is exactly what happens when you sell your soul to the devil to win one year. You know, it's the team starts to unravel at the seams, and this team's definitely starting to unravel. The Rams. Speaking. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if I'd do that for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I would. I would definitely do it for a Super Bowl. Yeah, like, I would. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they got it, too, so. I don't yeah. know. I'd, I'd probably do it. I'm not yeah. sold on the Cardinals, either. These two teams, in, it's an NFC West divisional rivalry, so, you know, that's always a factor. I just think the Rams are in uh, – actually, both these teams are in desperation mode, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes! But I, I will say I like I like McVay more than I like uh, Kingsbury. So I think Kingsbury might actually get fired after this year. Yeah. So I'm going Rams. Yeah, uh, I think go, I'm going with yeah. you, Joe, on the Rams. All right, we got the LA Fitness Chargers going in to take on the San Francisco 49ers. The Chargers have been the biggest disappointment on the year. Yeah, coaching. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, I'm going the 49ers. I'm going the 49ers here. Uh, I think they just have a better scheme, and so I think that's just going to you know work out better for them. Faraz, who do you got? I had the Chargers, but you know what? You skewed me. I'm going, yeah, Kyle Shanahan. I already know Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay in terms of like point, like record against each other matchups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Chargers head coach is – Brandon Saley or whatever his name is. Yeah. And they have in, a lot of injuries. I'm going with the 49ers. Brent, who do you got? 49ers, baby. That's right. That's right. All right. <laughs> then we've got the, we've got the Washington Commanders going in on Monday night to play the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what? 
I'm I'm taking my 3.19%. I'm going with it. It's going to be a bloodbath. I'm picking the Commandos. Yeah, we're going to shoot down we're going to shoot down some Eagles and get some felony charges. Yo, this we guys crazy. We beat the 11 and 0 Steelers in 2020. Anything's possible. The Jets beat the Bills last week, bro. Anything anything's literally possible. anything is possible. You can fly. You can actually fly. I'm going Commanders, baby. Ride until we die. I love it, Joe. Kids, get on your roof. I'm going with the Eagles because my brain still kind of works. I know I definitely have onset CT at some point or now or later. I don't I don't know, guys. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going Eagles. Hey, you know what? Let's check out the standings. Brent and I kind of alluded to it earlier um, today, but we've got yours truly in first place. Um, with a 70 and 35 record, 67% win percentage. Um, Mojo Man is 70 and 34. And I, you know, we already addressed it earlier in the, uh, in the, in the podcast, but uh, Brent, Brent missed a game one week. And so I think that's the tiebreaker right now. Um, you know, I've, I've made sure to make all my picks, I guess, just because, you know, I care more about the league oh, than, uh, uh, than Brent does. Oh, geez. You know, it's, it's funny how I, I've been, I've been busy with other things yet. I still somehow managed to, to be kicking, kicking some ass in this, you know, what, what's going on with Zach? He's, I guess he's slacking now that he doesn't have confidence points to help him out. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. So Zach's got uh, a 61% um correct picking percentage i guess i i said it so much more eloquently just a second ago but he's got a 64 and 41 win um win loss percentage and faraz is bringing up the rear here with a 53 win percentage um with a 57 and 50 record that's uh it's tough that's it's tough, tough yeah. So I try to I try to change my philosophy up a little bit this week. I was like, I was betting on like the picks that you guys like, or at least like you know the other people picked, so I can go the opposite way. Just because I needed some points to get back, you know, I needed some matchups that not that not everyone agreed with. But that just ended. I just ended up shooting myself in the foot for that. I feel like with this, it's more of a battle of, against yourself, not not yeah. each other. I don't I I don't think about what you guys are doing at all. I'm just like, who do I think is going to win in this? Especially now that we got rid of confidence points. It's like, cause this is Joe's bread and butter. He's the one you got to be careful of in, in the straight up pickums. So right. I got to take my wins where I can get them. Okay. And that means maybe I'm going to sacrifice a jets win every now and then, yeah. but I'm willing to do that. You motherfuckers are crazy with those <laughs> commanders. I'm like, absolutely not willing to do that. <laughs> you, you guys are. And, and that's what pisses me off. Joe, the year he won, and went 16 and 0. He was like, I think he was in third place all year because he kept betting against the commanders. Or, yeah, betting. Were you picking them or betting against them? I can't even remember at this point. Anyway, I was, I was picking against them. I was selling my them. soul for us to win. And he still ends up coming back and beating me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this dude was purposely giving up a game every single week and was like, still had a, a crazy comeback. That's, you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the team first, and things just fall into place after that. I respect it, Joe. I respect it. Thanks, Braz. You know what? It's It feels good, but, you know, we're I, like we said earlier on the podcast, I haven't even begun to peak. 
All right. Well, that does it for the week 10 pickums. TM, TM, TM. Um, yeah. So, guys, do we have anything else we want to kind of throw out there for, for anyone to chew on? Um, birds can fly. Whoa. Wow. Joe, uh, just curious. How, if you haven't peaked yet, how, how, how can you do better than 16 and 0 or undefeated for a week? I'm probably going to go a whole season undefeated. That would uh, be insane. Dude. <laughs> could you imagine doing that like on the last game of the regular scary. season? You have to start your own religion after that. Yeah, I'd, uh, I, would be, I would be thoroughly convinced that you were like a time traveler. Joology. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine like if I do that and like it's week after week, we're freaking the fuck out. We get like... <laughs> Un, we get like unbelievable amount of like listeners and all this stuff, and then the last Monday night game, <laughs> I mess it Watch up. It. <laughs> oh, you'd be you'd be like the 2007 Patriots. <laughs> you know what? If if I'm mentioned in the same breath as the 2007 Patriots, doing something right, <laughs> you made it. Yeah, I made it. I'm yeah. like uh. Yeah, no. I, I actually got a quick question for you, Joe. How would you feel about the um the ownership group of Jeff Bezos, Jay Z, and Matthew McConaughey for the Washington? Maybe they rebrand again, team. Wow. Um, if they rebranded again, that would be the biggest gift to every fan. I I couldn't um, agree with you more. But uh, I mean, I don't hate it. Literally anybody but Dan Snyder. Yeah, but um, with that said, I think Jeff Bezos is straight up not a good dude. So mm-hmm. I mean, I I, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, there's, there's I want to say there's no way he can be more evil than Dan Snyder, but you never know with these guys, man. No, you really do know. Ne- you really never know. But um, the the one thing I will say about Bezos is I think he's smart enough to be like I will hire the most expensive football guy I can. Hopefully, you know, he's worth his fucking salt, you know, bread and butter, and he'll take care of that stuff, and he won't meddle. Yeah. That's that's what we need. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, he's got other shit to worry about. I doubt he grew up as a Redskin fan, so, you know, it's like, why would he, you know, go out of his way to, like, do something for this team or, like, try to make any decisions, so... But Jay-Z would be dope. I think Matthew McConaughey, he's one of the most famous Redskins fans um, there is. So that, that would be massive as well. So he's a, Yeah, he's been a Skins fan like his whole that life. poor bastard. Yeah, man. Him, KD, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Bro, just imagine, <laughs> just imagine Matthew McConaughey being That's like, all right, all right, all right, to start a game, dude. I would get Oh, that, that should be – maybe we should just be the Washington all rights. <laughs> The Washington McConaughey's. Yeah, no, all rights is actually pretty funny based on, especially based on our records these last few years. We're like, <laughs> yeah, we're all right, McConaughey's. All right, all right, all right. Oh man. All right, all right, all That's right. Everyone in the crowd. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> generate. I feel like that would generate such a deafening noise for the opponent. Yeah. That would, like disorient them. Just everyone saying that, like in, you know, they at start, the same exact they start time. To malfunction. They're like, oh no. Yeah, they're like they're telling us all right, but I know that they want us to lose. This is so confusing. It's not all right. What is going on? <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute. What play did it call? The juxtaposition. <laughs> Ball snapped over the quarterback's head. 
Dak Prescott has no idea which way is up. Oh my goodness. His head just oh, man. <laughs> or they, they get to the field, they're about ready for kickoff, they just start hearing the all right, all right, all right, and then uh They'll go then back they... to the locker room like I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, they're like we're absolutely not. What we thought it was a scene. It's like those people are crazy, bro. I'm not going out there. Like every game, we everyone dresses up as a different Matthew McConaughey character. <laughs> How are there so many McConaughey's? All oh, right, yeah. that'd actually be pretty fun. Uh, I think I think if we get together a proposal and if they buy it, we gotta we gotta propose that to them. Dude, we would be the mascots right there, man. Like a, like a little crew, like how the Nationals or, have the presidents. Or the Washington guys who talk about sports. Ooh, ooh, I like guys, that. should we should we throw our hat into the ring for ownership of the Washington Commanders? Hey, I'll throw my hat out there. All right. Hey, throw us out there. Yeah. Could you we'll imagine we're on the pole? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we'll, we'll buy it for uh for all the money that we've made with the podcast. We just get up there and they're like, all right, so I'm, like, where's the money? Like, we're like, we, like, let's say in some universe we actually win. They're like, we all have right. some crazy parlay and we're like, let's go. They're like, you got to pay us. And we're like, oh, we don't have any money. Like, we never <laughs> get this far. Oh, <laughs> Do you want like five bucks? <laughs> like, uh, Put it on my card. <laughs> hey, Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, we, we we can totally be the official podcast. Oh, I'll be a puppet. Ooh. Washington, whatever the name's gonna be. Yeah, Washington Bezos. I don't I don't care. We'll we'll be the official podcast. Name it Washington Washington Post. I don't give a fuck. The Washington Amazons. Ooh. Would it be plural? Would it be Amazons or would it just be Amazon? That actually would be kind of sick. It's Washington Amazon. That would be, like Miami Heat, like, you know, and like, yeah, and like we could be called like, that we can just cool. steal the Bengals, uh, stadium and just like call ourselves the jungle. I, I like that. I actually like that. Dude. That'd be cool. Guys, did we just fix the world's problems? I think we just did, man. See, we need to be in these these meetings. Like, I don't know what they're like, guys. I don't know, man. Well, I feel like it's a good place to kind of let on. Called it, uh... Well, I guess Dan Schneider doesn't really have anything to do with it, but we've insulted the Washington franchise ruthlessly. So, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like we've uh, we've done our part. <laughs> All right, well, that does it for another episode of the guys who talk about sports. This was episode one hundred and five. Make sure you all tune in next week for episode one hundred and six, where we do our best to not be the first one to say Mark Sanchez. Um, we are, <laughs> we're brought to you on all platforms by, uh, anchor. Um, and you guys can check us out on social media at guys talk sports one one for Twitter at guys talk sports with two Z's for Instagram and at guys talk sports on TikTok. Uh, I believe we're going to be trying to get some golfing footage up for you guys pretty soon. So, um, make sure to look out for that and, uh, have a great weekend of sports. Cheers. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped.